right, we're back. Take two. <laughs> Take two. Welcome to Burn Offerings. All right, yeah, we got everything <laughs> plugged in this time, and we're ready to fucking roll, man. Yeah, they don't. They don't need to know about that. No, they don't. We are but, back. Yeah, we are. We are back. Uh, it's been two weeks. Um, hopefully, you guys listened to our last episode. We had a special guest on. That was a. Uh, it was a lot of fun to record. Uh, thank you, Tim, for being on the show. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, it was, it was. a fun night overall. Yeah, it was. It was a late one, too. <laughs> yeah, like what, 8 in the morning? Yeah, 8 in the morning, I think, was when I kind of asked for Decided the Decided you need to go home? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Check, please. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I'm in a really good mood tonight, and um, I'm really excited to do this episode, man. We're going to be talking about 1988 Slime City. Yes. As well as some really cool bands, and um, I don't got much on the band front, so I don't either because I'm gonna. It's gonna say be. It. It's gonna be music light this episode. This, uh, yeah, very music light. Um, the new Bong Ripper came out yesterday, and that's all I've been really listening to. So not even a minute and a half. Yeah, not even a minute and a half this time. Okay. Uh, yeah, so they're they're basically one of my favorite bands, and uh, they never disappoint. They they put out a really good record, and <clears throat> it was what I expected. And uh, at some point throughout the night, I heard you say that you thought that Bong Ripper was going to top Fister and Primitive Man. I thought they were going to try to. Oh, okay. I thought because since Miserable came out, Fister and... Uh, Primitive Man have kind of come up more. Yeah, they have. And their shit's just more grim and more noisy. Noisy. Yeah. I thought Bong Ripper was going to go more that route and just kind of try to be on the same stage. And they didn't. They kind of just stuck with what they've done. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the new Fister, uh, the newest Fister album was phenomenal and the last primitive man was phenomenal and both albums were really a departure from some of their older stuff it was like you said more noisy and stuff but bong river i don't want to say they played it safe with this one but it definitely sounds like bong river and there's some new elements to their music too which is really cool but it's still really simple it's just a four-piece uh doom band from chicago and uh they just kind of they do what they do, man. I was know? really hoping they were actually going to go more of the uh, sex tape snuff film route. Yeah, you know, that's funny you bring that up because prior to this album coming out, I was listening to that a lot just because it's been a while. Yeah. And we we used to listen to that all the time. And that's that EP is fucking great, man. Mm-hmm. Um, short and sweet compared to their long 25-minute opuses. Right. Um, but, yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy with it and, um, I'm really fucking stoked to see them on the 20th in Columbus, Ohio with you mm-hmm. and, uh, Morgan and that same weekend, I'm, this is another reason I'm in a really good mood is because shit life has been added to the no funeral show. Yeah. So I, I can't stress this enough. I love shit life. They're one of my favorite bands, and I could see them live every week for the rest of my fucking life and be happy. Those dudes are fucking solid, man. But I'm really glad they got added to that show, and, you know, 
Uh, no funeral coming through Detroit. Yeah, when is that? The 22nd? 22nd. It's the Sunday after Bong River, yeah. Okay. So, same weekend. I'm probably going to take that Monday off because I'm going to fucking grind hard with the shit life dudes and probably get a little toasted. So, I'm going to see if I can take that Monday off. Cause Wait, don't you have Mondays off? Yeah, I usually do, but... You know, that's kind of a tall order going to uh, Columbus for Friday and Saturday. And then I uh, gotcha. I might just tell Josh I'm going on vacation. So I, <laughs> we'll see how that plays out. But <laughs> I'm not going to miss those shows. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, that's fucking a man. But uh, what have you been up to, man? Anything uh, new? Uh, not a whole hell of a lot, honestly. This I, I don't do well when it's fucking as hot as it's been. True story. I just I just been chilling in the house. Yeah, I don't blame you. Motorcycle still not running. Yeah, that sucks, man. Pissed, pissed, fucking pissed. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, I think about it this way: with it being as hot as it is, I wouldn't really want to ride because I'm not one of those people who like really go out without my jacket and shit on. Yeah, true story. Yeah. I do short rides without a jacket, but I wouldn't be riding that much. So with it being as hot, I'm just like, okay, I wouldn't really be riding much anyway. But I know once the summer comes like towards the end, if my bike is not running by like the end of summer, I'm going to be really pissed off because I ride almost – last year, almost every day of the fall I rode. I know. and I'm That gonna, was your thing, man. Yeah, man. I take it. I ride my bike everywhere. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, man. We can – do what we can to try to get that fucker back on the road. I think I'm going to have to take it in because I think uh, I took the carbs off, cleaned them. Pretty sure I hooked them up right. <laughs> I think I did. But uh, it's still not firing right. And everything I looked up says like uh, I need to sync them. I don't have the tool to sync my carbs. Gotcha. It's like a $60 tool. And I almost just might as well say, fuck it, take it to the shop right down the street from me and just say, hey, get it running. Yeah. And then also. Do this, this, yeah. and this. Thrill me. <laughs> Just take it. Do all the shit that I, that I was going to do if my bike started up and ran the way I thought it was going to at the beginning of the summer. Right, right. <laughs> Just get it all knocked out and fucking one. Yeah, thing. and, you know, there might be some other shit that you didn't realize or something that they could take care of, and then you'll be up and running, and everything will be golden, and and then you got the rest of this season, and then you should be good to go, you know, next year. Yeah, man. And I ride it until it gets pretty fucking cold out. Yeah, I noticed that. I just put on more layers. And then it gets to the point where I got so many layers on, but it's still, like, bitter cold. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to park this thing now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we still got time. I mean, there's still time. I'll have it going before the end of summer. It's just, with it, I just haven't been... I haven't been wanting to tackle it. Yeah, I hear you. It's been fucking miserable in Michigan, man. Now that the humidity's dropped down, I'm going to tackle it more. Okay. Uh, other than that, went to went to the Pink Mass show last night. Yeah, how was that, man? That show was fucking awesome. Yeah, killer. Sanctuary still going good even after it got robbed. Uh, the precinct. Oh yeah, what, what did I just fucking say? The sanctuary? You did. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, just to let everyone know, real quick, <laughs> we we were about six beers each in, so. Um, yeah, the precinct. I feel bad. That's like an insult to the precinct. It is. The precinct. We're all friends here. Is going good after it got robbed. Still trying. Honestly, they still don't know how they got in. They they have their suspicions of how they got in, but it's Hmm. still kind of like. 
Yeah, I don't know. That fucking sucks, man. He took the... I want to say they took the generator, the original generator they had, and then uh, took the whole PA system, and they had a fucking really good PA system. Yeah. Was that the one they had at the old precinct? Uh-huh. Yeah. Upstairs, right? The one with... Yeah, the mixer was upstairs, but the two... All the fucking miners hung from the corners. Oh, there yeah. There was this huge fucking, like... Uh, like, what you would find at a fucking venue, like a legit fucking venue. Right. Like, it was a really good PA system. Yeah, basically, yeah. True story. Um, but still running good, man. Kirby came through. I think Kirby uh, got a new PA. Cool. Just they're not leaving anything there anymore until they get everything buttoned up and make sure everything's 100% secure. Yeah, no doubt. But, yeah, the show was fucking awesome, dude. Pink Mass from New Jersey. Uh, it's kind of um, the like, grind band mixed with, like, some punk elements. Um, everybody rocks like a, either like a gimp mask or some type of fucking like almost like an executioner hood, fucking wearing like fishnets and leather cod pieces and shit. Yeah, seen that. Fucking bass player's back, man. Like in between like like bridge parts, the singer would, would where the singer wasn't doing shit. He would just like take like almost like a uh, cat and nine tails and like whip the fucking bass player's back. By the end of the set, man, both his shoulders were fucking like. Just thrashed. Thrashed, dude. You see fucking just like lines. Damn, dude. Yeah. Killer show. Yeah. Fucking Sakuzu. Yeah, Sakuzu and Girth. And Girth, yeah. Uh, Scuzz also came and played. They were actually, I want to say it's members of Pink Mass. They're another grind band. And they fucking killed it, too. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, that was a good night. I got home at like 2.30. Had to be up for work at like 7. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) I don't miss those days. Worth it though, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I've been missing so many fucking shows. Like Tuesday, even mentioned she's like, "Man, I haven't seen you in a while." Yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> it's like working in Detroit and driving like an hour back to my house to drive an hour back to Detroit. I hear you. Yeah. Well, the cool thing is we have Haggis coming up Thursday. Thursday Haggis is uh, shit life in J Pouch. Oh man, that's gonna be that's gonna be a ripper. Mm-hmm. I fucking love Haggis. Those dudes blew me away when I seen them live. And it was the uh, infamous um, Mike on, off, up, <laughs> down. That was a good one. Uh, but fucking Haggis was sick, dude. And I can't wait to see him again. You know, yeah. um, I'm kind of canceling plans in other aspects of my life to make sure that I see Haggis yeah. and shit life. And Jay Pouch. I think this is going to be the official release of the uh, Girth Haggis 7-inch. That's fucking awesome, dude. That's killer. I think Kirby said he's got the records in hand. He just needs to get the sleeves. Cool. Um, yeah, man. I've uh, been beating the heat. Just fucking, it's been like 100 degrees plus um, a lot of the time here. Um, I'm going to the beach tomorrow. I'm fucking pumped. Uh Fucking, that's about it, man. Just hanging out with my cats and uh, doing the damn thing, I guess. You gonna take your cats to the beach? I, you know, put them in the water. I, I thought about putting Chandler on a raft <laughs> <laughs> to see how that would work out, but I don't know, man. I, I that was a thought years ago to do that, and you know, put him on a leash and take him to the beach. See if he likes it, but I don't think he would. He's a he's a homebody. He doesn't want to leave the house. Fuck no, he doesn't want to leave the house. Oh no, fuck no, man. He's got it too good. 
But um, I'm so used to having a dog to where if I'm laying on the couch and Killian's like at my feet, mm-hmm. if I go to stretch out and even if I barely touch him, he'll get up and move. I'm used to that. We That's some, not the case. We have some drinks at your place and I crash out on your couch and I wake up and Chandler's like laying at the foot of the couch and I go to stretch out because I'm like, I, I'm really uncomfortable. I need to just stretch out. I'll just scoot Chandler. I'm like putting pressure on him, like budging him. And he just looks at me <laughs> and will not move. No, he'd rather get <laughs> smashed into the arm of the couch than he would move. I'm like, dude. And then I just give up and I just curl my legs back up. Like I'm just not getting comfortable or I put him on top of him and he doesn't care. No, he doesn't care. No, he's a, <laughs> he's a hefty boy. So, um, good cat. Love him. Love him. But, uh, yeah, man, just doing that. And, uh, last night I went and seen sticks. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you've been dad rocking it out. Man. I have been dude. I have been. Yeah. The, uh, the classic rock shows that are coming through Detroit this summer. I'm kind of hitting them all. Um, I, I would totally go see the Eagles in October, but it's at little Caesars arena. <laughs> and since it's a new arena, the tickets are going to be like 250 bucks a piece. I'm all set on that. But uh, yeah, I got Foreigner coming up and the uh, Jason Bonham Led Zeppelin experience, which I'm really looking forward to seeing. I didn't know that many fucking bands, classic rock bands, toured in a year. Yeah, <laughs> they all do. They all do. Uh, fucking, not to mention countless that I'm missing. You know that I don't know. I just Sticks was fucking great though. That was cool. They had a really cool laser light show. Yeah. Yeah, it was like retro as shit, man. It was really cool. And Tesla opened up the show. And I've always been a fan of Tesla. I thought they were a good radio band. You know, I kind of grew up, my mom cleaning the house, smoking pot, listening to Tesla. Pretty cool. Um, uh, didn't care for Joan Jett, though. Not my, not my thing. You don't love rock and roll? No, that fucking song drives me absolutely nuts. And <laughs> did she open or close with it? She neither. She played it like towards the end, but oh man, bold move. Yeah, it's a bold I, strategy, Cotton. Yeah, <laughs> let's see how it works out for him. <laughs> that can buy you one hell of a blumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, not a fan of that. But uh, it was a good night, and. Uh, I I had fun. I got home around midnight. Had to wake up for work this morning, and that's never fun. But dude, I usually try. Like if I got a show I want to go to, I'll usually try to work from home that day, the next day. And I just I was actually I was already working from home, so it didn't. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 a plus because you know, fuck, lack of sleep is fucking bad news when you got to work the next day so and i just know in my heart of hearts that that no funeral show is going to be a fucking doozy i just know it man i think it'll be yeah yeah so but anyway um yeah dude you haven't been really jamming much lately eh oh i've been listening to a lot of archigathas okay and so the fucking go-to man yeah, I fucking love those guys. And uh, Dan's a stellar dude. Basically, 
Well, he, he's anymore. He's got like a full band, but basically at one point, Archigathus was just Dan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a fucking killer guy. Every band he's fucking been involved in, like Skeleton, Lotus, um, Skunk, all fucking top tier bands. Fuck yeah. But yeah, like Archigathus. And they're all like, all his other bands are like punk bands, and Archigathus is just straight like mince grind band but you can definitely tell that he comes from a fucking punk background yeah and that's why i fucking love it so much right so what like what was you, what would you say about haggis like do they come from a metal background or no that's i i i'm pretty sure actually haggis is other uh actually i don't know it's more of a punk background yeah yeah okay haggis like those haggis dudes are fucking basically all like punks i think okay yeah any their sound their sound is just straight mints mm-hmm yeah, I'm fucking can't wait to see those dudes live, man. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, fucking, what have you been watching, man? You been watching anything? Uh, fucking last couple weeks. I watched Hackers. Hackers <laughs> from '95. Yeah. How was that? <laughs> How'd that work? Honestly, I still like the movie. Do you like? There's some. There's like a lot of goofy elements of that fucking movie, like the way I don't even know. Like this, they they do some stupid shit for like visual effect in that movie, but I still dig it. I wish they would just. I wish somebody would just make a a movie about hacking and not try to get like super like futuristic and stupid graphics with it. I don't think it would be boring. <laughs> okay. Hackers is cool, I guess. I still like it, man. I know people get talk shit about it. I've I've seen bits and parts of it. Don't really remember it that much, you know, that much, but I mean, it has like Angelina Jolie in it when she was at my in my opinion like her hottest. Okay. Cuz I think she I mean she was young. Yeah, that was like 95 that movie came out, right? Yeah, yeah so she was there. She was Pretty young, I would imagine. And um, she's like early twenties. Who else was in that? Uh, Matthew Lillard's in it. Matthew Lillard. His name's his last name Lillard. He's uh, he played in Scream. He was the one of the killers. Gotcha. He was the other one. He was the guy that played yeah, not, Shaggy. Not Skeet Ulrich. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. yeah. Played, he played Shaggy. He also did. He was like, if anybody remembers this, Nickelodeon did one season of Skate TV. He was one of the hosts of Skate TV. Okay. I think I faintly remember that. That show was awesome. Honestly, I've been... I want to see if it ever got released on anything, because I don't think they ever released that one season on anything. But if they did, or I'll just make a fucking bootleg of it. If Matthew Lillard ever does a fucking Horicon that we we can actually go to... <laughs> I want him to fucking sign like something Skate TV related, because that was him like... Just Young. make up your own design, dude. I'm just gonna make up. I'll, I'm just gonna design my own skate TV poster. That's what I'm saying. Just make your own. Make it fucking rad as shit. Be like, hey man, this is my introduction to your work. Sign it. It's fucking on roll, Dad. He's probably gonna get like so used to seeing like Scream or Thirteen Ghosts or some shit like that. Was yeah. it? Thir- I think it was Thirteen Ghosts that he did, right? He uh, maybe like the mansion. And he had the he had to wear the glasses to fucking see the actual ghosts, and they're in like. The fucking glassed off rooms. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, you don't go past ninety four. No, this, I don't, man. This is like a nineties or two thousands movie. Yeah, yeah. It was like around the time they did the uh, 
uh, House on Haunted Hill remake. Yeah. They did House on Haunted Hill, The Haunting, and then yep. 13 Ghosts. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, let's just fucking remake every old goddamn movie. Yeah. House on Haunted Hill. I, I remember that faintly. Dude, it was funny. House on Haunted Hill remake. They had, like, the effect, which was, I want to say, it's the first movie I can think of that did it, to where it's like, you've seen it, right? Uh, yeah, but on TV where there's commercials and shit. Well, do you remember like the part where like they showed the image of the doctor and it's like glitchy and his head's like turning really quick? Oh yeah, that was like the beginning of that effect. That was like the first movie I saw do that. Every movie mimicked that. I after. just saw something that did it. I'm like, <laughs> guys, yeah. like that was ground zero. Throw that shit away, dude. <laughs> 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 throw right. your gimmicks away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like ground zero for that shit. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I can't say that I've ever seen 13 Ghosts. I know that that was like an original old school black and white movie. Mm-hmm. So it was ha- House on Haunted Hill and The Haunting and shit. All really fucking stellar, the original ones. Yeah. I get in those moods sometimes where, like, especially if it's like rainy or dreary or if it's just like, just want to chill out. I'll just put on old, old, like, Vincent Price movies and shit. Oh, fuck yeah. Fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I got I got a handful of Vincent Price and like Bella Lugosi and dude, they're stellar. Like especially because if you like to fall asleep to things, I'll put like uh, the original Frankenstein on. Killer. And like I love Any the movie, but it's like they're, they're because the dialogue and stuff's really fucking quiet. Yeah, like, dude, if you fall asleep, you're not gonna get startled awake, and it's black and white, so you're not gonna have like super bright fucking like lights coming on right and the sound is one monotone level yeah Yeah. so there's no like jump scares and fucking shit like that yeah it's just like kind of a mellow atmosphere you know but the thing i I was actually um talking to morgan about the other day was you know those old universal monster movies like the spinoffs of those back in those days were really good too yeah like the return of the mummy and the mummy's tomb and shit like some of those were actually better than the uh, initial original to me because they were more well acted and more updated at the time and shit. Like Christopher Lee did a handful of Dracula movies and shit, you know, yeah. like, yeah, that shit's cool, man. And, uh, I do remember, uh, TMC, I think used to do the silent movie Sundays Yep. and they would do those old horror movies like that and shit. And it was fun, yeah, especially in October. Yeah, they would fucking crank out a shit ton of them. Sunday nights, yeah, yeah, like Nosferatu and mm-hmm. you know old Dracula and stuff like that. King Kong, dude. Somebody, I saw somebody post something. It was a fucking meme. <clears throat> it showed a picture of Nosferatu, and it was like a great horror movie that most people only know because of a SpongeBob episode or some shit like that. Hmm. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I think I've seen the episode. I, I think. never have. And they just kind of like show him like for a second. It's like just Nosferatu. But like you can't say like, I mean, maybe only like the younger generation will know of it because most people don't dig that far back into fucking horror movies. But no, that came out in like what? 20s. The 20s. I think so. Yeah. I think it was 20s. When did uh, Haksan come out? That was a good one. too. Well, it was around. Uh, it was, was like 30s, wasn't it? Oh, motherfucker. It was... Yeah, it was, it was around... I want to see how... We'll go with 30s. Yeah, I think it was... I can't like, remember the actual date. 
We went and seen that live in a theater. That was fun. Yeah. That was fucking cool. uh, Michigan State Theater. Yep. Had yeah. a uh, industrial group do the music for oh, it. Oh, that's right. Do I the forgot score. about that. Yeah, that was that was really cool. Which actually, like I was kind of like skeptical of it. Me too. I didn't know what to expect, but it was it really good. Really fucking well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was kind of hoping it was going to be an actual uh, like organist. Yeah. Right on. Because I've seen, I want to say, the same theater has done Nosferatu with an organist. Okay. Well, hey, that'd be cool, too. Absolutely. Um, me, uh, I've been watching, like, the 4th of July just passed, so I watched Jaws 1 and 2, and then started watching 3. <laughs> I gotta fucking cut it off at 2, you know, because 3 and 4, they're pretty rough. Especially 4. Like, three's tolerable, but 4 is fucking rough city, man. But, um, yeah, I watched Jaws and Jaws 2 on the 4th of July. Blood Beach. All right, all right. Um, see, what else did I have I watched? Uh, the Brood. Fuck, I couldn't even tell you the last time I seen that movie. Yeah, we, put, we popped in The Brood the other day. And I was like, fuck yeah, man. David Cronenberg. It's one of his better movies. Um... <laughs> I don't know, man. What else have I been watching? Uh, fucking, you know. Uh, oh, I watched The Blob the other day, 1988, mm-hmm. the remake, with uh, Kevin Dillon, I want to say. Yeah, I can't remember. Matt Dillon's name. brother. Yeah. They look alike, like identical. I almost turned on the original Blob. That one's good. That one's really good, actually. I I really dig that one. I I have that on VHS, but I have the uh, a four pack of movies that has Christine and the Blob nineteen eighty eight on it. And I just you know reaching for something different, man. Instead of the same kind of deal, you know. No, I do that. Like I get stuck in my head. Like there's always like certain movies I look for, and what I pop in, it's always like the same like handful oh, yeah and i'll finally step out because how many fucking movies do i have up there i know and i'll finally like you know i'm gonna watch something i haven't watched in a while that's when i f- really start paying attention and like looking through my fucking collection and i'm like oh shit that's right like, i'll find some random ass movie that like i haven't watched since i was like a teenager or something yeah pop it in I'm like all right yeah that's what the blob is fucking great man like the remake is really good and uh I watched that, and uh, let me see what else have I watched. Um, oh, Tales from the Dark Side, season one. Uh, it's the only one I own. I want to get more, but I have the complete first season, and I watched uh, Tales from the Dark Side like I had a marathon the other day. It was so fucking hot out. I just laid in the air conditioning and watched like 15 episodes of the Tales from the Dark Side, dude. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I, I love that show. Yeah, that show was fucking great. And, you know, it's cool to see, like, the uh, the actors that were on that show before they became who they were. Like, Christian Slater was in an episode. Mm-hmm. Shit, he was in the movie. He was. He was in the movie. Because um, he was on one of the first episodes. You know, like, the first few. And uh, he was in the movie. You're right. The Mummy skit. Yep, with uh, C. Shemmy and, uh, yeah. Um, also, uh, George Romero, I believe wrote the first episode. I know he had something to do with, uh, the beginning of it. Yeah. He, uh, he wrote the very first, like the pilot or helped 
had a hand in it or whatever. But uh, it was cool. And then the dude from Night Court, Harry Anderson, mm-hmm. he was on one of the one of the episodes, and I thought that was super cool and shit. So that's basically what I've been watching. Uh, I can't really think of anything else. Um, yeah, I was gonna on um Fourth of July, like every year, Sci-Fi Channel does uh, Twilight Zone marathons. Mm-hmm. This this year they didn't. No. Yeah, they did a. Uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Street. It was supposed to be like the first five, except they played instead of the first one, they played the fucking remake. Why do they do that? So, it's fucking Sci-Fi Channel <clears throat> almost every time. Like if you're scrolling through and you see the Sci-Fi Channel and the guide, and it's like Friday Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street or some other movie that had a shitty remake, nine times out of ten they're playing the shitty fucking remake. Yeah. They're not playing the original. But I remember when I had cable that it was the description of the first one and it would say 1984 with <laughs> it would be the four remake? stars. It would be the remake? And then the remake would come on. <laughs> I'm like, how is that possible? That's like... Um, well, the, they, they, whoever you had, like, say Comcast. Comcast gets the order or whatever they're going to be playing and they put the description to what it is. I guarantee they just saw Nightmare on Elm Street. And just assumed it was that one. Yeah, because they did that with uh, Friday the 13th. <laughs> they play the fucking remake or the reboot. Yeah. And then two and three and four. I, I just don't get it. I'm like, what the fuck, man? You know, and uh, Halloween. I was just like, AMC does the Halloween marathons mm-hmm. during Monster Fest or whenever they do that. Yeah. Part two is the Rob Zombie part two. Yeah, that's fucking annoying. People give... The- They'll do the 1978 original, then the Rob Zombie part two, and then part three, four, and five. If they play three. If they Lately, play Lately, actually, I think last year they played three. Did they? I think so. Because I remember they used to always play part three, but they would never play part two. See, I don't, I don't understand this. Like, I've been noticing more people giving the original Halloween 2 shit. Why? And it's, I don't get a, it. It's a it's a color by number slasher film. Yeah, it's just if does this finishes the fucking story, Michael Myers. Yeah, but it's like when you look at it from the like a bird's eye view, it's it's just a basic slasher film. And if you if you're a fan of any type of slasher films, you have to be a fan of Halloween too, right? I think a lot of it. I think a lot of people are giving it shit because they look at what Halloween was, and then they look at Halloween two as. Oh, okay, so you went from what the original one was to just a straight no brains slasher. Yeah, well, that was what was happening in 1981, and I think that's the they're how they're pissed about it. It makes sense, but you know, 81 was the year of the slasher. That was when a lot of the golden ones came out, and I I like Halloween too. No, yeah, I, I, I think it's great. I think it's a really good fucking movie. I'll just talk to. Uh, that kid at work, Ryan, mm-hmm. met him at uh, the Asabuch show. Yeah. And he, cause he asked me, he's like, oh, did you see the new Halloween trailer? And I was like, yeah. And I pretty much just left it at that. He's like, I think it would be all right. I'm going to check it out. And, like, we kind of started going back and forth. I'm like, we got into the franchise. And I'm like, look, I'm like, in my mind, Halloween has three good movies. And it's the first three movies. I'm like, four and five. Like, I was like, four is okay i'm like but they lost me with the fucking they what killed it is their fucking choice they did that fucking mask the goddamn mask in four where it looks like he has like surprised eyes 
the whole goddamn time. Surprised eyebrows. Yeah, like, huh? Like, that, I'm like, why? And if they could have got rid of that and the cops having the fucking sound effects on them. Oh, and five. Five's a tough watch sometimes. Yeah, like, I'm like, four and five are on the same level and they're not anywhere near what one, two, and three was. No. I'm like, and then anywhere after that, I'm like, it's just like, they kind of stopped caring. Like six, everybody tries to argue that one is being really good. Uh, I don't no, because I, I I forgot to mention that I watched that. I have a pack of movies that has prom night one and two, and then Halloween six, seven, and eight. Yeah, I can't like Halloween six. I mean, I get it, but it's I like thought, they, it's like they did it with they did it with every franchise at some point. They tried changing shit around a little bit, and mm-hmm. that was when. They did the whole cult thing. Yes. It's like, ugh. Yeah, true. I just everywhere everything went way downhill after yeah. five. Like five, four, and five weren't the greatest. And I, I want to love four and five. I so badly want to really like four I and have five, a soft and I can't spot do it. Them, I pop, I'll pop them in every once in a while, give them a rewatch, and I can do four more than five. Yeah, four's, four's fucking not bad, dude. Why did they fucking change the mask so drastically? That I don't know. That I don't know, and I I agree with you on that, but I look past that. The scene where <laughs> she fucking comes in her room, and it's like the lightning storm. Yeah. And he just stands up, and it seriously just looks like he has a shocked look on his face. <laughs> like, holding the knife. Like, no. No. <laughs> no, I totally agree with you on that. <laughs> can't do it. They like super glued the eyebrows too high on his forehead. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're gonna sculpt this mask. Let's do the eyebrows like sh- up here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't get that either. But I mean, as far as like just being slasher films, you know, in the eighties, I four and five. I only really do one through five with Halloween. So, you know. I stick with the 80s, but six didn't bother me. Anything after that sucked. Yeah. And I don't watch the remake, the Rob Zombie ones. I don't. I don't hate on them as much as everybody does, but I'm I'm the same way. Where it's like, how are you gonna like the people who are like, oh, Rob Zombie's versions are better than the originals. Those people are fucking medicated. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way. It's the same people who claim, like, oh, the original Halloween's a boring movie. There's nothing special about it. Like, what? Yeah, but, you know, those same people don't understand atmosphere and flow of a movie and dialogue and all these things, you know? Like, it just... I don't want to like say that I understand all those things like better than other people, but I'm just saying like the first Halloween, the atmosphere and the the setting and the the flow of it and the dialogue is just it's a classic movie. Yeah, it's it scared the it scared the fuck out of me, dude. It really did. I'm not. I know it's cliche to say that, but that first Halloween movie scared the fuck. The first two scared me. Third one never did. I seen the third one when I was a kid. I rented it. Yeah, there's really nothing in that movie that was, I think, set out to scare you. No, I rented it because it was a Halloween movie, and but you know the first two scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid, dude. No doubt. Oh yeah, but dude, uh, I honestly wish uh, I wish we could go to like an alternate timeline and see how the Halloween franchise would have went 
had it gone the way they wanted it to go, where every movie was, was a different, different. story. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they could have pulled that off if they finished Michael Myers' story in one movie. Yeah. Because the reason people got pissed off that 3 didn't have Michael Myers in it is because they did two movies that had Michael Myers in it. Right. If they would have did one movie, Michael Myers' second movie was Season of the Witch. Then it would have been... Third one was something else. Yeah, they could have just fucking rolled with it. Yeah. Because I think that's a fucking awesome premise. It is. Take a franchise where it's just every movie is just based around Halloween. Yes. So it's a different story. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's all centered around Halloween. Like, kidding right. me? <laughs> I know, I know. And then because of the Jason and Freddy thing that exploded in the '80s, they brought Michael Myers back for four and five. Yeah, like as much as I like, I like having sequels, and you know, me and you both are huge fans of Friday the Thirteenth and pretty much mm-hmm. the first eight of those. Yeah, I almost hate that sequels became a thing because it it started forcing these movies to get made. It was like movies that should have never got a sequel started getting sequels. Or shouldn't have gotten more than like one or two started getting like fucking eight, ten. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. But also, you know, you know, people weren't afraid to make eight movies that were similar in a franchise. Like, how many puppet masters were there? Well, I mean, that's another thing you gotta kind of look at, though, is the reason they were kicking out so many sequels back then reason fucking friday the 13th had so many coming out like once a year they were making bank on them mm-hmm. the studios were making their money back and then some yeah they weren't it wasn't costing anything to make yeah the it movie was just, and they were just making profit yeah so yeah that's the beauty of 80s horror franchises i guess but um we you know are going to get into uh, Slime City here, mm-hmm. right? We are going to get into Slime City. I am uh, really fucking stoked to talk about this movie. Really? This was the one I didn't know. If, I didn't know how you feel about this one. You know, let me just start off by saying that the visual aspect of this movie was my favorite part of the of the movie. Yeah, especially the last fifteen minutes. The visuals, it's great. Dialogue, awesome. Even though it's dry at times. Yeah, these are not trained. These are not seasoned actors. No, it's the delivery is dry. But what they're talking about, like, I like the dialogue. I I really do, and the fucking effects are are really good too. So. Oh yeah, I just yeah. There's not even. There's not a lot, really, when you really sit back and look at it. Special effects in this movie. No. But what is there? I, I like how they did it. Yeah. Like, it's it's definitely a low-budget, independent movie. For sure. So you got to deal with some things where it's like, okay, well, that's fucking obvious. Right. But when you really just ignore that, which, I mean, honestly, you should if you're watching low-budget horror movies, the meat and potatoes of it is fucking good. Yeah. It's oh, like, for sure overall really well yeah i thought it was uh i thought it was a a nice you know approach as far as like special effects and you know the whole occult kind of a thing you know i i dug this movie i did and i was kind of up in the air about it because i was like hmm 
Slime City. I don't know, man. Uh, Dude, I honestly, I'll just, I'll pick a movie and throw it out there, and I'll wait for you to like give like a uncertain, like not really feeling it response. And almost every time you don't, so I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> I mean, because I know, I know that at one point, Slime City was a very coveted tape. It still is. It still is, obviously. But I mean, there was a hot spot there. Oh yeah. Where everyone was like, dude, I fucking. I got scored. hit up so many times for mine. Oh, I can imagine. People would hit me up because I had like pictures posted of it on Instagram, just because I post pictures of my tapes or whatever. And uh, I'd get random like inbox, like, "Hey, man, you looking to sell uh, that tape?" And yeah. I'm like, "Dude, I posted a picture of that like 237 weeks ago." <laughs> right. But you might have hashtagged it though. Yeah, that's what they do. They like find the hashtag of it, and right. I, th- I think I guarantee what they're doing is they go to those that hashtag and find anybody with the tape and probably post the same message like, "Hey man, do. you want to hey, sell this? You looking hey, to you let it go? This? You still have it? You gonna sell it?" Yeah. But I mean, it took me forever to see this movie. For some reason, I just never got around to watching it. Yeah. Can't say that I regret watching it because I enjoyed it. I thought it was fucking great, man. Yeah. Um, this movie, um, low budget indie film. <clears throat> Greg Lamberson is a guy who did it, but it has a. Uh, it's almost like a mix of a feel between street trash and like a Frank Henenlotter movie, like Basket Case or whatever. Dude, before you go on, that's exactly what I pinpointed this as. It's got that New York sleeve. Yeah. It's got that sleeve, even the way it's shot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's graffiti all over the apartment complex and shit, and it's just like fucking hell yeah, man. Go ahead. Yeah, like it doesn't have like uh, <clears throat> the the only thing like street trash esque that I get about it is like the whole slime aspect. It doesn't have like the comedy or the same feel as street trash, but like, no. take that, mix it with like a Frank Henelotter film, and you basically get Slime City, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah, the first thing that popped in my head was Basket Case. Yeah. The first one. You know, like, mm-hmm. is it, you know, the New York sleazy, and then, you know, but yeah, with the street trash thing, that I definitely got that, that vibe. You only get the street trash humor kind of stuff at the very end. Yeah, because, I mean, this movie doesn't have, it's not really like, a comedy it's not like one of those like it's not like a horror comedy no no, it's no, just no. a straight up fucking horror movie it is and uh like fact that it's the actors are not really seasoned fucking actors right it's not on purpose yeah it's not intentional now, right. i know we, i've touched on this before on certain things where it's like these people who like the when people try to make like a a horror movie that's supposed to be a throwback to an 80s horror movie and they just throw in the most dumb fucking comedic lines and it's like no if you just get horrible actors <laughs> or get good actors doing horrible lines right (laughs) right you're gonna get that you're just gonna get the that that humor it's it's not like they wrote it as a fucking comedy and that's kind of how it plays off like there's parts in it like we've talked about like nobody in this movie is at all bothered by anything that's fucking happening to them or the shit they are seeing very it's very nonchalant yeah like fucking uh homeboy brings the fucking prostitute to his room and he's like covered in band, his face is all wrapped up in bandages, like the fucking Invisible Man. And she's like unwrapping him in the dark. Turns the light on, and he like whips out a straight razor and just like slashes down her fucking face, like forehead to mouth. Yep. And she's just like, "Oh my god, what are you doing?" 
Yeah. Pretty much says it just like that. Yeah. She's like, you crazy bastard. That's it. Yeah. Like, you, you crazy bastard. Like, what? Like, dude, you just got fucking wounded. You have a gash on your face. That that It's fresh, so it's not splitting your face wide open, but it was a straight razor, and pretty soon your face is going to look like an open book. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, uh, and then, like, yeah, the, the, his girlfriend at the end who has to deal with it, like, she's pretty nonchalant about it. Yeah, for a little bit. Part. Yeah. She comes to terms with it pretty fucking quick. She does. <laughs> and she takes care of business. Yeah. But the beginning of the movie is uh, kind of just basic, you know? I mean. Yeah, he, it's like a dude looking for an apartment. Yeah, looking for an apartment in New York. New York. Downtown New York. And, uh, you know. They kind of reference that he was looking for an apartment prior to the one. Yeah, like they've been looking for a while and everything's been fucking piece of shit. Yeah, and he was basically trying to move closer to his girlfriend. Um, and then he finds this apartment, and um, he takes it. And uh, I thought it was cool that there was like punk people or something like living in this apartment complex, like yeah, fucking Nicole and uh. What the fuck's the dude's name? Roman. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was a third. Oh, uh, well, they didn't say his name, did they? The the metal dude. Oh, the metal dude with Nicole? Yeah. No, yeah that was yeah. just like Nicole's like dude she found that she banged and killed. Yeah, just her fling or whatever. But that dude was like definitely in some type of black and thrash band in the fucking <laughs> 80s, dude. But uh, I thought that was pretty cool that like it had like you know punks in it and shit and you know dude man doesn't eat meat well i mean does he really not eat meat or does he just say that because he's trying to get this dude to eat some fucking himalayan yogurt (laughs) yeah himalayan yogurt i'm thinking that was just a line to get him to be like oh yeah yeah i don't eat meat so this is what he and like back in the 80s it kind of makes sense people be like oh all right yeah if you don't eat meat what the fuck do you eat yeah obviously you eat fucking yogurt yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Then there's the Himalayan yogurt and the and the uh, wine, the elixir, the, the elixir coming from like uh, yeah, all this shit's like uh, what the fuck's the occultist name? Uh, I honestly forgot his fucking name. Randall. Uh, his name is Zachary. That's it. They say his last name. I can't remember it. Yeah, Zachary. Some like occultist dude who fucking uh figured out this elixir shit and fucking got everybody to kill themselves and yeah, basically eating this quote unquote Himalayan pudding or yogurt, whatever the fuck it is, which is a nod to the Jonestown massacre. Oh yeah, kind of. Ah. Uh, he got a bunch of people to kill themselves. Well, he got he got a group of people to kill themselves because he convinced them that they did everything they could do living, so they had to conquer death. Conquer death, right? Well, isn't that what fucking Jim Jones did? No, Jim Jones um, basically got everybody to kill themselves because he was like, "They're coming to get us. Better we rather go on our own terms. You'll be free." Wow. Drink the Kool-Aid. Gotcha. And the reason he did that was because a congressman came to visit. Um, I forgot the name of the fucking uh, 
City Jonestown. Jonestown. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Got came to visit Jonestown, and then people like kind of snuck him notes, like, "Hey, man, we want to fucking leave," and it kind of word spread a little bit with him, and that shit wasn't so great. But he was mm-hmm. like, "If you want to leave, let's go." First thing in the morning, they got to the fucking plane, and uh, Jim Jones had like fucking truck pull up and dudes jumped out and just fucking shot everybody killed the congressman and then then they got back to the compound and that's when they were like all right they're gonna come get us let's go on our own terms everybody drink the kool-aid parents give it to your kids (laughs) yeah that's crazy but in slime city it's like it, it all has to do with the occult basically they're when you're eating the yogurt or the fucking yeah himalayan yogurt yeah basically like eating an old member, a member from the original cult. Yes. And then once you finally die, they take over your body. Type yeah. of thing is, I think, what it. You become, you become someone different. Yeah, which ends up being one of the original members. Right. So like Nicole actually was like an original member who was a hooker, and yeah. she took over the body of this like nerdy girl. Yeah, I thought they said something about she was an actress. The yeah, the nerdy girl was an actress, but Nicole, who took her over, was a hooker. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, because I he found like the glossy promo photo of her like yeah. when she was younger or whatever, and she was supposed to be an actor, but or an actress. But um, yeah, this uh, yeah. So basically, this dude moves into this apartment and. Uh, they convince him to like eat this yogurt and drink this elixir and then he starts like dripping slime and then he becomes like this murderous kind of yeah, mutant fu- fucking otherworldly kind of creature guy. Yeah, shit's all his like face is all slimy and drippy and then he fucking gets the urge to kill, but then he finds out like once he's killed somebody, he goes back to normal. Yeah. So he continues to kill. But his hair gets more and more gray as the movie Throughout goes on. Throughout the fucking movie, man. Yeah. By the end, he looks like Sean Connery. Yeah. <laughs> Beginning of the movie, his hair is fucking stark black. Yeah. And then as it goes on, like, changes, comes back, changes, come back. You're like, oh, he's, his hair always gray on the side like that? Yeah. And then by the end of the movie, you're like, motherfucker's just like salt and pepper. Yeah. Just straight salt and pepper. Yeah, no, he's, he's pretty gray at the end. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, he's killing, he kills, uh, like a homeless guy in the alley, and then he kills like a prostitute, and then <laughs> he kills the homeless, gives the homeless dude like change, and then the homeless dude's like, "Do you want your quarterback?" <laughs> <laughs> Sees him in the alley freaking out because he's like starting to like drip and be slimy. He's like, "Hey, don't do that here. People live here." Yeah, this is my home. And he comes over to him. He's like, "Hey, hey, you want your you want your quarterback? I'll give you your quarterback." <laughs> yeah. Then he just bashes his head in with like a lead pipe. Beats the fuck out of this homeless guy. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like the special effects aren't gonna like blow you away. They're not Tom Savini special effects, but the delivery of how they're like portrayed is pretty cool. Like he basically caves this guy's head in with a lead pipe. Yeah, and it's kind of cool. There's only one shot of that of that whole sequence that I was like, oh, they probably shouldn't use that one. But other than that, everything I got you. And it was well, only a split second. It was too. like one of the first ones where you can tell when he goes to swing it. It was like he a like mannequin stops. head or something. Well, it's, he's like you could tell he's not swinging full force because he's it's, he's swinging at the actual guy. Oh yeah. So he kind of goes in and like 
stops it right before he hits him type of thing. Where you can see the pause. You can see how he slowed down and came in slow to it. Oh, yeah. It's like the very first shot of him like swinging at his head. Where it was probably still a live actor. Well, I th- yeah. What I think they did is I think they shot it in reverse. Ah, I gotcha. Or they, they, yeah, they, they, they film it with him pulling the pipe away from his head. And yeah. then play it in reverse so it looks like he just came in. Yeah, I gotcha. Um... Dude, yeah, they uh, the dude who did, did those special effects, uh, Scott Coulter, he's actually done a bunch of shit. Has he? He, uh, oddly enough, we talked uh, we talked about the connection a little bit. Remember, uh, he did Street Trash. He was did on, worked on that. Cool for effects. Um, Nightmare Sisters. Um, did you ever hear the movie Arena? Dude, I love that fucking movie with all the yes. mutants and the human guy has to fight yeah, him in like, like a contest. Robots and shit. The fucking yeah. It's like blood sport in outer space. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he did. He worked on that. Oh, that's killer, dude. Worked on a uh, Demon Wind. Okay. Nine Seven Six Evil Two. Okay. He worked on the Crow. He worked on the only movie that I know of that is about a killing paper press. The Mangler. The Mangler. Have I seen that, dude? Uh, probably not. Ninety-five. I remember seeing it in movie uh, in uh, movie stores the all the Mangler. time. It's like about a killing pring press, basically like a, it's like possessed or haunted. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> and then he basically he worked on uh, everything. Tales from the Crypt related. He did Tales from the Crypt. He did Bordello Blood. He did uh, Demon Knight. Demon Knight. Gotcha. Man, he's got he had quite a that's, fucking career doing a bunch of shit. Good resume, dude. Mm-hmm. Some good ones in there. Oh yeah. Um. Well, that's cool, but yeah, I like the the whole slime and the fucking distorted face and like puking green shit. And, like, that's great. But I mean, the best part of the movie is when he walks up on the dudes with the boombox. Yes, that is the fucking crowning moment of this motion picture. I, I can't get enough of it, dude. <laughs> I almost wanted to rewind it when we were watching it earlier, dude. It's so funny. It's it's great. It's great, yeah. And Dude Man could not keep a straight face. No, yeah. Well, so yeah, the one guy fucking wants to like rob him. He like, wants to get his money. He doesn't give him his money. Fucking goes to stab in the stomach with, his, with a knife. That's when uh, his stomach turns into a fucking mouth and eats him. Right. So that was new. We got introduced to that aspect of it. Yeah. So bites this dude's arm off, and there's three three of his friends are watching, and the one friend, what the fuck does he say? Let's we, get the fuck up out of here, or something like that. No, that was what the. Oh, he said word. Yeah, he's just like what, word. Yeah, the, the one friend, all he said was he was just, word, and just like took off running. <laughs> like what? <laughs> all right, so he books it. <laughs> down the two friends yeah. they're just hanging out watching this happen <laughs> the friend's like pulls her hand out of his dude's stomach missing his arm and <laughs> that's when he delivers his line trying to keep a straight face does it for all of like one and a half seconds yeah he's like let's get the fuck out of here but dude he can't keep a straight face and I wonder how many times they had to shoot that I wonder it's fucking gold. Deliver, the delivery of that is fucking gold. And they take off running, and then guys laying there screaming, and somebody runs back in the frame just to grab the boombox and runs back. Out. Yeah, yeah. Well, back then those boomboxes were expensive as fuck, man. Mm-hmm. And they had like a really sweet one. It was a huge fucking boombox, like a street box. Yeah, this shit's killer. 
but yeah, that that was one of my favorite parts of the movie, for sure. When they go, when they're trying to rob him and shit. That's a killer scene. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah. So, and basically, he starts catching on, you know, what's going on, and he's like trying to fight the urge to like drink the elixir and eat the yogurt. He tries for like a second. Yeah, he started throwing it in the trash and all that good stuff. And the, the random scene where it's like him laying in his bed, almost like going cold turkey from it. Mm-hmm. And then Nicole's just in her apartment doing the dance. Yeah. Where it's like, I, I, why is this here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Your guess is as good as mine, but. She's doing like, it started off as almost like a strip tease without stripping. Yeah, she's just chilling in her apartment, like, rolling around on the floor. And then they just flash the scenes of him and laying in his bed, like, going through withdrawals, and then her dancing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, his fridge is, like, restocked. Yeah, like, everything he threw away is back in the fridge. Yeah. He's got, like... So much Himalayan yogurt. Tons of wine bottles. Oh, yeah. All that good stuff. But, yeah, so... And then, you know, basically, at this point, uh, he kills his old roommate, bashes his fucking head in off the floor, and then uh, and then we get to the girlfriend kind of part. Oh, the part, that, like, the base of the end part? Yeah, basically the end part. Yeah, she, she kind of, like, comes over, and they finally have sex. Yeah, and... Um, he like basically says he has to kill her. And <laughs> that was another part where like she nonchalant. She's like, "That's not funny." He's like, he's, yeah, like, he's like giving her like a shoulder rub. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, it's starting to hurt." He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. Not like I like meant to kill so and so or whatever." She's like, "That's not funny." He's like, "Yeah, I shouldn't joke about that." Since I had to do it, it was pretty serious. Yeah. And she's still just super nonchalant, and he's still just rubbing her shoulders. And then he starts going on about having to kill her, and she's still pretty fucking nonchalant about it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like she's not getting it. He's like throwing every fucking clue out there that you're going to die. <laughs> and she's just not getting it. But, yeah, and then they have their confrontation, and uh, she tears him up pretty good. She fucking cuts his head off. She stabs him multiple times. The scene where his head's cut off and he's on the his head's laying on the floor and the head is yelling at the body, like giving the body orders and direction. What are you doing? Go and kill her. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to die. It's time to die. <laughs> Dude, that's where the whole like humor like kind of Okay, thing. yeah, that's And then when the does. hand's like tapping its fingers. Well she severs his hand. Yeah. And it's just, like, tapped its own finger. Almost like a thing from... Adam's Family. Adam's Family, yeah. Was it Thing? Mm -hmm. Is that what they called it? The hand in the box? Yes. Thought it was. Yeah. And then, basically, she, like, destroys the brain and... You know, fucks this thing up. Kills it. And um, then the detective... Yeah, the detective was trying to solve all the murders of the dead hooker and the dead best friend. Yeah. Basically, he's about to move in. And then he's, yeah, he's asking if the if the apartment's for rent. <laughs> and then there you have it. That's Slime City. Dude, they made a sequel to this. 
I I kind of read something about that. Yeah, it came out in uh, 2010 called really? Slime City Massacre. I haven't actually watched it yet. Yeah, because that popped up when I was trying to do some research on this movie, you know, trying to find little nitbits. Same dude made it. Uh, Robert uh, Tamaro, who did the music, did the music for that as well, I believe. Gotcha. Yeah, the soundtrack's like a 40-minute. Yeah, dude, I love this soundtrack. Me too. It's really good. But, um, yeah. That's uh, that's what we got. It's fucking, that is, yeah, that basically, that is Slime City. There's like, because of this movie just being so just independent, low budget, there's really not even a lot to even touch on on it. Not really. No. It's just... It's a good watch, though. I, this, I recommend yeah, this it. is a movie that you need to check out. If you, I mean, for the most part, if anybody's into like low budget stuff, they probably already known about this movie. Yeah, and it's pretty sleazy, like as far as the way it's shot, and it's like you know the whole New York sleaze thing. Definitely gives that '80s New York vibe. If you liked, if you like street trash and you like Basket Case, you nailed it with that. You that should was, pretty much, yeah, you should pretty much dig these two. Yeah, or dig this movie. Yeah, you should dig. Slime City for sure, but uh, yeah, I think that's it for this movie. Yeah, that's it, man. Um, coming up, we're like a month away, just over a month away. Yeah, Horror Hound, fucking Horror Hound, our uh, collab episode with Forty Ounces of Horror. Can't wait. Have you seen uh, anybody who's all going to be at Horror Hound? No. I mean, I know me and you either are really big on guests, but it's. Not bad of the people they're gonna have. That's cool. Fucking uh, we got uh, Bruce Campbell's gonna be there. Okay. Which uh, we've already we were. What was it? One of the Cincinnati ones, I think he was at. Yeah. Robert England's gonna be there again. Fucking Peter Weller. Can play uh in RoboCop. Peter Weller, cool. Okay. Um, Nick Castle's gonna be there, cause uh, I mean obviously he played. Michael Myers in the original one, but he's also like, d- plays Michael Myers for like a a minute in the remake oh, or gotcha. whatever this new one fucking is that's coming out. Oh, okay. Um, got Shannon Doherty. And go get some nine hundred two one zero shit signed. Yeah, Shannon Doherty. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Lou Diamond Phillips from uh, the Power of One. He was in that and La Bamba. Yeah, fucking Young Guns. Oh, Young Guns. Yeah, that was another one. Yep, yep. Young Guns 2 soundtrack. One of the two first tapes I've ever had. My parents bought it for me. Blaze of Glory, man. Bon Jovi. My parents, for I don't even know how young I was. I was young. Bought me like a little tape deck radio, Young Guns 2 soundtrack, and White Snake album. The white cover that was like looked like marble. Oh, yeah, yeah. With like the medallion the snake in the medallion thing yeah right on <laughs> first two tapes i own man fucking hey man and then it's basically going to be a fucking it and walking dead reunion because they do walking dead at least every fucking year it 1990 or it 2000 and it right it, it came out like a year ago that one okay <laughs> um it's like all the young kids from that okay and then um, walking dead yeah no because they just can't get enough i mean I get it from a business standpoint. You get them there, you're fucking making revenue. Oh, for sure. But god damn it. Yeah, I'll be doing something else at that point. So yeah, dude, fucking Melinda Clark from uh, Return of Living Dead Three is gonna be there. The main. Yeah. Yeah, on the cover. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Ah, uh, Lori Petty, Tank Girl. Okay. 
Cool. Tank Girl, Point Break, A League of Their Own. A League of Their Own. There's no crying in baseball. There is no crying in baseball. She played fucking Kit. Point Break. Oh, Kit. Nice. Okay. Dude, now fucking, I know. Are, you, are you thinking about Point Break? Trying to pinpoint it? No, I remember Patrick okay. Swayze, Keanu Reeves. Pretty much uh, Busey. And Gary Busey, where they wore the president's mask. Yeah, and Rob that movie's Banks. fucking amazing. Oh, that movie rules. Yeah, yeah. And then they remade it, and I heard it was fucking atrocious, which is totally understandable. Yeah, I, I would agree. Holy shit. Didn't realize these two guys were going to be there. Okay. Billy Zapka and Martin Cove from Karate Kid. Yes. Billy Zapka, also from Just One of the Guys. Yep. And Back to School. Back to school. He was a he was the dick in <laughs> he that was one a too. Total dick. Yeah, yeah. William Zapka and what was the other one? Martin Cove, dude. He played fucking Sensei Cobra Kai's. Oh yeah, yeah. Fucking uh, one in three. Crease John Crease. Yes. Sweet. All right, man. <laughs> Justice for Johnny. Oh my God, that's amazing. DDP is gonna be there. Oh fucking! I'm gonna have him diamond cut me on the table. <laughs> Doesn't he do like yoga? Yeah, he's now like he a does. yoga instructor now. He does, yeah. <laughs> DDP yoga, get on it. Oh shit! Fucking uh, two of the dudes from Super Troopers gonna be there. Oh cool! Dude who played Rabbit and the dude who played Foster. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to like gauge how many of these people will probably just be hanging out drinking afterwards. Yeah, because that's actually the honestly that's when I'd rather meet them just because it's just like hanging out and yeah. not just like oh hey I like you from your movies. It's just like being stupid having drinks. Yeah, like dude, where'd you get those shoes? <laughs> no, yeah, dude, fucking Vernon Wells, uh, Commando and Road Warrior. Okay, Vernon you remember, Wells. You remember who he was in Road Warrior? Uh, the dude who rode the motorcycle had the fucking red Mo- mohawk. Mohawk, yeah. And then Commando, he was uh, the fuck was his name in Commando? He was the dude who took Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Oh, um, Bennett. Bennett, yeah. Bennett with the chainmail, fucking. Yep. Yeah. He's gonna be there, fucking killer. The other dude from Road Warrior, um, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Shell Nielsen, dude who played fucking uh. Oh. Itola, a rock and roller. Oh, gotcha. Right on. And it'll be a good one. Dude, there's some fucking. Yeah. I'm not huge at meeting guests, but there's fucking some sweet people that are going to be there. But it's it's cool to be there, you know? So, yeah, look look for the. Um, look for the Horror Hound episode. Yeah, dude. Anybody who actually goes to Horror Hound, if you guys are in the area and you're going to be in Indianapolis, dude, fucking. I don't even know if we're going to do it Friday night or Saturday night. I almost think it'd be better to do it Friday night. Me too. Probably end up doing. I don't even know. Me too. Yeah. Keep one out. We're just gonna grill a style it. Just find a fucking table and set up. Yep. And it's gonna be fucking a blast. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, it's gonna be fun. I can't wait. So, all right. Thanks for listening. Um, Check out Slime City, and uh, we'll see you next time. Keep your eye open on Instagram for the next movie that we're going to do in two weeks. Yeah, you know, I always make a post. We always do. We're probably going to do one more before the Horror Hound episode. Yep. So, so yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Yep. I right, see you. All right, see you.